welcome to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast, where building a thriving real estate investing business has less to do with subway tile and shiplap and everything to do with whether you've laid a solid foundation to support the life of your dreams. I'm your real estate lawyer turned legal educator host, Bonnie Galam. In my years building a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio, the most important lesson I've learned is that being a successful real estate investor isn't about secret strategies or ninja tactics. It's about doing the basic stuff right and staying laser focused. If you're an ambitious real estate investor or one in the making who's looking to build a real estate portfolio that's secure, streamlined, and creates a life you love, you're in the right place. Each week here on the show, you'll get clear, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you build your real estate business and some tough love along the way to make sure you're not building a house of cards. Let's get started. All right, guys, I am so excited for this week's episode because I finally got my tech working again. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I reached out to everyone to see why in God's name my microphone wasn't working. And thanks to everyone's responses, I have been able to troubleshoot it, wiggling wires, updating all sorts of uh, software, and we are back in business. So when I last left you, I told you that I was under contract to purchase a new office. And guess what? Closing's supposed to be tomorrow at 9 a.m. So I am really excited to move forward and get into this newer, bigger space. <laughs> newer is probably not too hard saying that my current building was built back in the 1800s, uh, which I think is probably atypical of most office buildings, but I new to me and new in construction as well. And so what's been happening over the last two weeks or so since I last spoke with you guys? Well, One, we finally got under contract. Uh, That happened, I think, within hours of my last episode. And so immediately after that, I filed a bulk sales notice. And most states have what is called a bulk sales notice requirement. New Jersey has one, Pennsylvania has one, the two states where I'm licensed. But I know this is not a unique entity to the two states where Bonnie is licensed. And so what the bulk sales Notice is it's basically giving the state of the heads up of the sale of business assets. Now, business assets in the real estate realm typically come up in two ways. One, assets owned by an LLC. So a lot of flippers assets are considered uh, to fall within the purview of a state's bulk sales law, but also any sort of commercial real estate or real estate used for business purposes. And so The reason that the state asks to be notified of this sale is because they want their bite of the apple. If there's any sort of outstanding tax liability that's due by the seller, the selling company, then the state wants to to get that from the sales proceeds. And so what you do is you send this form notification to the state and they write you back saying nine times out of 10, hey, no problem, go ahead with the sale. Or sometimes you get an escrow letter saying, Go ahead with the sale, but the state wants you to hold back five, ten, fifteen thousand plus dollars in uh, tax liability, so we can sort that out with the seller. And so, in this case, I sent out that bulk sales notification, and I got it back with the all clear, which was good. It makes for closing a lot simpler. But the risk you run in not uh, filing a bulk sales notification, be it in New Jersey, and I think most other states operate the same way is that if you don't do it, you inherit that tax liability as the buyer. And that is a risk that I don't want to take. And I imagine most of you guys who are in the business of buying property don't want to take either. And so if you're, you know, looking to purchase properties from another LLC or you're looking to buy commercial real estate, this is a big um, 
sticking point that can really bite you in the butt if you don't follow it. But it's also, I mean, it's a, literally a free form. And um, if you're working with a real estate attorney, that's just standard practice for them to file that to make sure that you're in the all clear. Um, I will put a little caveat in there because I know I have a lot of New Jersey listeners. Um, which is that the standard form realtor contract in New Jersey basically just disclaims that away. It says, hey, this is a thing. I told you about it. Uh, and then that, that's all you ever hear about it. Your title company is not going to file it for you. Your real estate agent isn't going to file for you. They can't. They're not your, you know, your lawyer to you know, fill out forms like this. And so um, it's really your responsibility to know about it. Ideally, just work with an attorney to make sure it's filled out properly. Sometimes there are you know, tricky tax questions on these types of forms. And so it's just better to have it done, get it done right. Um, and there's no additional cost for it other than really the mailing to get it out there. And so bulk sales, that was a number one of what's happened between the last time we talked and now. Number two is the inspection. That was largely a walkthrough. Um, we did say there was an HVAC uh, issue that needed to be addressed and that got addressed prior to um, us completing the due diligence period. But largely what we were doing in our due diligence period was coming up with a budget for the rehab of this place, as I mentioned. In the last episode, looks a bit like 1992 on the inside. Not a, you know, nothing against this guy. That's when he was practicing law and, you know, furnished and decorated his place. But I want my place to look a little bit more 21st century. And so we're planning on putting down some LVP floors, which looks like beautiful, like wide plank light oak, which is what I have in my house. And so <laughs> I am translating my house over to this new office, uh, which currently has like purple carpet here and kind of really ugly tile in the bathroom and just some old hardwood in um, the reception area. I shared on Instagram if you saw some of the pictures with my really terrible drawings all over them, what the plans were. Um, also, I love a good fresh coat of white paint. I realize it can feel a little sterile, but I would rather brighten things up with plants and art. And so paint is going to get done. The doors and the trim are all like that, like 1980s, like orangey wood. And so um, plan is to replace all of them, get, you know, new fixtures, new, you know, doorknobs that are not like the really old brass looking knobs, get something more modern in there. Um, totally renewing the bathroom. Good Lord. That bathroom, if you saw it on Instagram, it's like all yellow. I think there was a yellow toilet, a yellow sink. And I mean, these are little upgrades that are, you know, everyone knows how much it costs to upgrade a half bath. I mean, if you go over a thousand bucks, including the tile, you're, you're probably doing something wrong. And so <laughs> nothing here is, you know, going to break the bank, but I really think it'll make it one more t my taste when I have closings or have guests over will feel like a place that is updated, reflective of my brand, and just like reflective of the fact that I invest in my real estate. I, um, I don't just own things and run them into the ground. I like to bring things up to speed, up to code, up to the 21st century. Um, and so my office will be more of the same of that. And the last update, we'll say, on this condo purchase has been the condo resale docs. Now, a lot of times they are provided to you in that condo due diligence, which I went over in a lot more detail in the last episode. But the condo resale docs are really important because I've seen it bite people in the butt where they just weren't expecting to have all these costs. And so like when you're purchasing, I'll say non-condominium real estate, there's always the proration of 
the, you know, the taxes that are due, sometimes, you know, the water bills, they're cutting things off at effective the date of closing. And condo dues are no exception. And so these condo dues are paid quarterly. And so I'd have to prorate buy him out for this portion of the quarter. And since we're purchasing cash, we don't have like an escrow or anything for the future. And, and in most cases, condo dues are not going to be escrowed into your mortgage. That'll be something separate, which is different than say property taxes are being handled. But it still has to be addressed on the HUD at the, the closing table. And so the condo resale docs, though, is basically like the onboarding paperwork for us to be able to join the condo association and for the other guy to leave it. And what sometimes stumps people and surprises them as you approach the closing table, if this isn't disclosed early, and that's why I really encourage for you to get all those condo docs or HOA docs early in your due diligence process and to contract around that if that's not provided for in your contract, is because a lot of condos have like an onboarding fee, like you've got to buy into it. And that often is several thousand dollars. And if you're not prepped, for that as a closing cost, kind of up the creek without a paddle because that's not something typically your mortgage is going to cover. And unless you've got, you know, some sort of closing cost credit, this is money you've got to pony up and bring with you. And a few thousand dollars sometimes can make or break a deal in terms of one, what your numbers are, but two, just what are your finance, what your financial wherewithal is to be able to close this pro deal. And so those were the, uh, three big things that we've crossed so far, the bulk sales, we've got through the inspection, we kind of have our rehab game plan in place, and the condo resale docs we got in, which thankfully there is no um, condo uh, buy-in in this particular organization, which is great, and I would definitely say is more of an exception than the rule. Um, I've gathered that this condo association plays a little fast and furious, but there's a bunch of real estate attorneys in it, and so I know it, it's it's well managed and it's getting the job done, but they you know they jokingly told me that if I miss a meeting that you automatically become president. I mean they've got a you know that sick sense of sick sense of humor that us lawyers sometimes have. Uh, the oh the one thing I forgot to mention is that since my husband is an agent and was the agent on the deal, we've actually opted in this case to take the commission that he would otherwise be due as a credit towards the purchase price, which is really nice because then we don't have the income tax consequence of it. And so if you are an agent and that's something you can do a workaround, I know it's more common in New Jersey on the, um, the commercial side than it would be on the residential side, but seeing if you can negotiate your commission as a closing cost credit is a huge tax savings because we, again, don't have to pay personal income tax on it, don't have to uh, really disclose it to the brokerage, although we have a very flat rate brokerage, so it wouldn't have been that much anyway, and be able to um, just reduce the purchase price and the amount we have to bring to the table rather than, you know, taking money then just to pay ourselves with it. It just, it it's a workaround that makes it a lot cleaner. And so I look forward to sharing with you guys the rehab process as we go through it. You can follow along on my Instagram at BonnieGallumESQ. And I look forward to getting back to some regular programming here with you guys. I have a bunch of um, guest speakers that I have in the pipeline. I was just unable to record their intro on. And so I'm really looking forward to being able to share those episodes with you guys now and moving forward. I've got probably, I don't know, a hundred different ideas on this podcast of conversations I want to have with you about elevating your 
real estate investing business, treating it more like a business, and of course, protecting it with the legal stuff. So thank you as always for being listeners. Thank you for being patient when I don't know what I'm doing with my technology. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. If you want to continue the conversation, jump on over to the free Good Bones Real Estate Investing Facebook group. That's it for this episode of the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'll see you here next week, same time, same place. Until then, go out and build the real estate empire of your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast player to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now this lawyer's got to drop the fine print real quick. This podcast is educational and not intended to be legal tax or investing advice for you. Please speak with a local professional for specific advice unique to you and your situation. That's it for this episode. Bye for now.